Hello, this is Victor Harari, and you are listening to the first episode of New Yorker in Miami. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, in the Ocean Parkway, Midwood, Flatbush area. I went to Yeshiva Flatbush for elementary school and high school, Brooklyn College for college, majored in philosophy, and um, basically moved to Manhattan after college. And in 2013, I moved to Miami. And I never looked back. And this podcast will be the top 10 financial reasons to move from New York to Miami. In a, not as funny as Letterman, but same format. So, basically, number 10 is vacations. When you're in New York, I moved here, my friends are calling me, they're asking me where we're going for Thanksgiving, let's go for New Year's, President's Day, you want to go away for Passover, that's all gone. I'm not changing currency, checking in, going to... uh, hotels and uh, airports and whatnot. You're here, you're on a beautiful beach, it's beautiful weather, there's no need for that. So you end up taking much, much less vacations and uh, as a result, saving a lot of money. Number nine, residential amenities. I lived for the greater part of my adult life in the uh, Fairmont on 2nd Avenue and 75th Street, run by Glenwood Management, which was a beautiful building. But really, you got nothing. You know, they had had a tiny little gym and the little uh, room in the back for your packages, but basically that was it. Here, I'm paying cheaper. I live in Brickell. And I got a swimming pool, I got a lap pool, I got a jacuzzi, I got a gym overlooking all of Miami, I got free cable and Wi-Fi, I have great security, I have a pool room, a movie theater, and a beautiful terrace, and uh, you just can't beat it, what you get in value uh, living here as opposed to New York. Number eight, New York is broke. New York is New York State's running on a deficit, and New York City is as well. Uh, the numbers got a little skewed because Senator Schumer negotiated a deal with um, the federal government bailing out New York for a substantial amount. But regardless, according to New York Times that I read yesterday, there's still there's still major shortfalls. At the same time, the census just came out yesterday and New York is one of the top states in America where people are moving out, incurring a large population decline. Plus, the new exiles are disproportionately from a demographic that are in the highest tax brackets. So basically, the tax revenue base is being eroded 
and their back is to the wall and basically they, they, they either are going to have to keep raising taxes from the residents that remain or there's going to be some sort of you know, decline in public services. Number seven. So, you know, once you get here, it's all about healthy lifestyle. You know, you just, everyone's in shape, everyone's in their bathing suit, everyone's in shorts, they're going to the gym, they're coming home from the gym, they're playing tennis, they're playing golf. And you don't have that like winter clothing covering up all the excess where you just don't care about what you look like for for six months out of the year, you know, whether you got those 10 extra pounds or not. So, and it's just easier to exercise when the weather is nice. So really in Miami, your mindset is a gym, walk or bike the beach walk, healthy eating, which leads to saving on doctor's bills, prescriptions, missed days of work, living longer and having a better energy level. Uh, endorphins and dopamine and vitamin D are going to be your new medicine. I remember when I lived in New York, I would be just sniffling and tearing for like the first hour of the day. I didn't know what was wrong. I came here. I don't know. It's all gone. Okay, number six. Estate tax, wealth tax, and property tax. New York's estate tax can run as high as 16% and its real estate taxes are amongst the highest in the nation. They're also looking to raise the estate tax to possibly 20% and there is a cliff provision as well whereby if your assets are 5% more than the federal deductible, which is 5 million right now, Uh, Don't quote me on this, but it's around that figure. And basically, if you're above that level, you get no deduction whatsoever. So let's say you had a a $6 million estate that you had to give to your children. That will have no deduction and that's locked off, right? That that 14% is just locked off with, with no deduction whatsoever. As well as the feds, which want to raise the estate tax. So this could be a huge tax expense. And in terms of real estate taxes, I know all my friends in New York and my family are complaining tremendously about their tax bill every year. It's uh, it's just uh, egregious. They just keep raising them and compounding these raises and compounding and compounding. Also, they, they, they introduced the wealth tax in New York, which was like maybe 1% for people earning over a million dollars. Not that we're earning a million dollars here, but it just shows you, it's just an, an indication of what the political climate is like there. In Florida, there's no estate tax, zero. There's a zero wealth tax, and the property taxes are generally 2% of your property value and the increases are capped. They can't go wild and just start, you know, just keep giving you a new assessment and a new raise every year. 
So by moving here, you, you're going to leave more for your heirs and you're going to enjoy your life as well. Number five, summer homes. So really like, you know, why do we go to the Hamptons or Jersey Shore? We want easy access to a beach. We want nice restaurants. Um, I guess a, a need to get away from the city. But here, you really don't have to get a summer home. You, you, the beach is here, it's beautiful. You could play tennis, you could play golf. It is a little hotter, but I'm totally used to it. I'd rather, I'd rather be here with a cool breeze, ocean breeze, than be in the city in, in, on a 90 degree day with uh, traffic and congestion and or, or definitely on the train. Plus, another reason where you'll save money, another factor where you'll save money is you don't need winter clothes here. You don't need to get that Montclair jacket or that Canada Goose, gloves, hats, scarves, sweaters, boots, all that. You just basically, 90% of the time, you'll be in a bathing suit or shorts and a t-shirt here. Number four, utilities and other expenses. Um, they're just getting crazy in New York. I mean, you, you take the Verrazano Bridge or the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, it's $20. And the, my Con Ed bill was was double what it is here and I have a much bigger apartment here. They're thinking about implementing a congestion tax. Uh, health insurance is cheaper here. Parking is a joke compared to New York. I remember going to meatpacking or, or Soho. If you couldn't find a spot, you were paying like 40, 50 bucks minimum. Groceries, Uber, uh, free tennis, the golf is much cheaper here, I'm sure. I don't play golf, but I pay $300 a year to be a member in Flamingo Park, and that's it. I could play every day for two hours a day, no issues. In New York, I used to play in Roosevelt Island, and it was like, I heard now it's like $100 each person for like an hour and a half. You're playing underneath the 59th Street Bridge. There's like duct tape covering the, 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 the leaks in the bubble. And here it's just like beautiful, beautiful courts, beautiful sunshine. And uh, you just weekly, incrementally, monthly, you're just saving on, the, on these little things. Number three, mental health. There's just something about the weather and ambiance of Miami that made me a happier person. Maybe it's more vitamin D, maybe more sunlight. I don't know, but just the honking, the potholes, the huge rats, the, those cold gray days with no leaves on the trees, getting dark at 4.30, uh, garbage on the street, uh, aggressiveness, fights that you see on the train, on the bus, on the street are just less prevalent here and you just see more smiles, kindness, cleanliness, and a sense in order, of order. I still get a high on a sunny day just looking at the palm trees and being surrounded by boats and water. 
my my seasonal affective disorder is totally gone. You don't dread that dreading the winter and how many months left and you're not even counting. It's just like it's a non-issue. Is this financial specifically? Not really, but we all hope that financial success will give us more happiness. And uh, you know, what's it all about, Alfie? It's about happiness. So you want financial success to be happy. And if not, what's the point? Number two, better state and municipal government. So you're paying these crazy taxes, state and city taxes in New York. And what do you get back? Here in Florida, you pay nothing, but you feel things are just run more efficiently here. You know, they, they, in New York, they want to build a homeless shelter in the middle of Soho. They want to reduce sanitation pickups. The MTA subway and Penn Station are in total disrepair. And they want to defund the police. Miami just feels safer, cleaner, more efficient. The vaccine rollout was one of the best in the country. And Florida's homeless population decreased the most nationwide since 2007. So you just get a sense that someone is awake at the wheel here. You don't have that dread and anxiety of, oh, what, what, what's going on here? Things are getting out of control and uh, no, one's, no one's running things right. And number one is no state and city income tax. If you're a Florida resident, you, you got to have to be here for six months and a day, full a full six months and a day needed to be here per year. And that means the majority of the year, there is no state and city income tax. Zero. Zip zero. The New York budget is calling for the top rate to be 14%. And now they're negotiating. You can't even deduct those taxes from your federal, from your federal income. So now this is the highest rate in the country. I believe we just beat out California. Congratulations. So if you could work in Miami, that 14% savings alone can possibly cover your, your basic living expenses. If you're making a lot of money. If you're making less, of course, it'll, it'll, it'll mitigate a lot of them. And not only that, a 14% effective yield on your earnings is 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 something that the best hedge funds can't do. It's 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 not it's not quite as good as Warren Buffett's history. Although if you compound this through the years, that fourteen percent and that compounds, and you're saving the additional fourteen percent, it could get pretty close. So that's really it's just an amazing thing. People, you know, will will, will throw all their money at a hedge fund that's guaranteeing them fourteen percent a year. So in summary, um, from a financial perspective, if you compound all these savings over time, it's a windfall. Just think about it. Year, year in, year out, you're saving taxes, the state, the city, the estate, the property tax. You, your, your expenses are, are being lowered tremendously. And you're getting an incredible lifestyle in a diverse, beautiful city that makes me believe Miami is hands down the best option around. So that's that's it in a nutshell. Thank you for listening. And um, please visit us at allinmiami.com. I have some articles there and there's some other 
beautiful, great articles about Miami. Thank you so much.